Hey, welcome back, everyone. Brian Kilmeade Show here. My privilege to have in studio Mike Pence and, more importantly, Charlotte Pence Bond, authors of a brand new book, Go Home for Dinner, advice on how faith makes a family and family makes a life. Uh, welcome. Thanks for doing this book, and thanks for coming in, guys. <laughs> Appreciate seeing you. you Whose idea was Charlotte? Is this your, your idea? Um, no. Um, <laughs> he came to me and kind of... Um, just wanted to talk about it and talk about uh, potentially doing this together, but um, it, it was it was really all him. Um, yeah, it's his. Yeah, thing. I signed it. It was uh, my 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 daughter's very modest. She actually has a, a children's bestseller under her belt. She, she I know wrote a she book was about our families. You know about that. Uh, you're you're one of my favorite authors. Thank so you I very you, much. I know you follow these things closely. But when I signed a two book deal, the way it happened was um, uh, a friend a couple years ago said. Um, you know, I'm really interested in your autobiography. I look forward to reading that. I like politics. But he said, the story I really want to read is how do you have a family like yours living the crazy life in politics that you've lived at all these different levels? Never off. And uh, uh, and and that was where Go Home for Dinner was born. It was we, – we thought it would be an opportunity to really write a book that – that says, here's how we took our Christian faith. Here's how we put those principles into practice. Here's how we made a priority for our family. And um, with the chance to work on it with uh, with my daughter, who lived all those days, was a, was a real joy for me, Brian. Cheryl, when did your dad start getting in office? Your whole life he's been in office? <laughs> um, no, but a lot of it. Um, and when I was six, I, he ran for Congress um, the th- third time for him, first time for us as kids. Um, so really, yeah, I mean, he was in Congress when I was, uh, first through 12th grade and then, um, governor and then vice president. So it's been, a, it's been a long time. You had to be in two places, right? Two places at once. Literally when you're home, you got to work and you're, you're there, you got to work. Yeah. So did your dad have dinner with you? Yeah, he did. It's not just a good title. Um, he really was home for dinner and we would go into the Capitol, um, building to have dinner with him sometimes. But he really made an effort to be home for dinner. We moved to Washington, D.C., the Washington, D.C. area when he was in Congress so that we could be nearer to him, so he could be at violin recitals and soccer games and things like that. And he really he really was. It really, you know, for us, it was all about making a decision to make a priority for your family. You know, people um, the title was also born back when I was in Congress, back when we first met Brian, I. People would sometimes come up to me and say, uh, you know, where do you see yourself in five years? It's kind of a, you know, it's just implied right. flattery. Um, and, and I would always respond the same way. I'd say, home for dinner. Because, I, look, I, I never need to be motivated to work hard. I love right. to work hard. I love to see how can I make a difference in the world. But the decision to shut off the computer, <laughs> uh, to get in the car... It's getting harder uh, and harder, and, right? And sit down, put, you know, as we say in the book, yeah. put the phone in the dish and, and sit down and mm-hmm. and uh, listen to your kids and, and reconnect with your family uh, on a regular basis. You know, we, we say that you, a lot of people in the busy world we live in today can't, can't be home for dinner every day, but there's a way that you can make time on a regular basis to spend time mm-hmm. as a family. And I think it's a key to really strengthening our nation. You feel good about putting this together? How about your, yeah. How about the rest of your family? <laughs> And your brother's yeah. serving, right? Oh, uh, yes, he is. Um, he, it, it, it's been great. It's been a great memory, really. Um, I had my first child in February, so that was a big part of this. We were doing the book um, on Zoom sessions, and she was usually <laughs> sleeping you know, on me um, while we were working on it. And it was a good 
chance for me to learn about putting your family first. I had to live out the principles in the book while we were working on it because I was a parent and I hadn't been a parent before and I had to put the computer away and spend time with her and put her first. And so that was really, uh, really impactful for me to learn at the same time. And it's not like my dad said, it's not just about being there for dinner. It's about mentally being present too, which is hard, getting harder and harder. And so we even talk about that. We talk about strategies for that and how you can make sure that your family knows you want to be with them and you're engaged with them. We try to, we really tried to, uh, you know, say th- these are things that, you know, from the time I put my faith in Jesus Christ, I wanted a Christ centered home. Karen and I developed our marriage around our faith, but it's also about being really practical about, about trying to, you know, build levees around your marriage. You know, some of the decisions Karen and I made uh, about our marriage got a lot of attention when I was right. vice president, a lot more than I ever expected. But uh, as I traveled because across you said, the country, hey, I, will, I will not. I go have lunch with another yeah. another woman. Yeah, just not, not dine alone with yeah. a woman that's not my wife. It was a promise we made to each other when we first got married. But that's what when in the book we say there were a lot of ways you can build levees. Uh, around your marriage and around those most important relationships in, in your life, right. and uh, um, but uh, you know we also just we also try and be transparent about lessons learned along the way. And um, uh, my my hope is that the book is an encouragement because the truth is the American family is in a lot of trouble right now, Brian. I mean, you speak about that often. Uh, right. The the truth is that. Uh, um, in, in many ways, marriage and the traditional family are in free fall in this country. And so as all of us think in these anxious times about what we can do to turn America around, um, you know, mm-hmm. our, our message at the end is, uh, um, you know, save your family, save right. America, go home for dinner. Yeah, um, it's amazing, too, because I'm getting all these emails now uh, with people with their pronouns. And I'm thinking to myself, what is this about? Um, <laughs> how hard was the family decision to stop running for president? You know, I uh, was that a personal decision? It was. Well, for, for Karen and I felt called to run. You know, we spent two years traveling around the country after we left office. And I spent some time with you here in this studio when my first book came out. And uh, we, we were just determined to step forward and, and offer our own um, vision of leadership and a fresh start for the country. Uh, but I'll be honest with you, Brian, it, it was harder to end our campaign in, in my heart and in my mind than it was to start it uh, because I'm a, I'm a competitive person. I'm somebody that thinks, you know, just keep fighting. But as we reflected on it as a family, as we talked about it, we just, you know, the Bible says uh, uh, there's a time for every purpose under heaven. And it became clear to us this is not my time. And so we made the decision to, to step away and uh, – uh, while we were disappointed, we have peace about it. Charlie, were you in on that decision? <laughs> you know, my parents, they they take our advice um, a lot, or they'll listen to our advice, they'll ask our advice, and it's always a family thing that we're doing. Um, I, yeah, I mean, I, I would say I... I've always kind of been in a lot of positions. I have a, I have a chapter in, in the book about January 6th that I write because I was there. And so I've kind of been around for some of these big moments and as of my siblings, of course, but yeah, I, I mean, it, it's, it, you know, it's, it's, it's a, it's an interesting world in politics right now. And I, I'm frustrated with it. I think a lot of people are, but um, you know, I support my parents, of course. Is, you know. is Trump a word that's not brought up in your house these days? 
Uh, it's not not brought up. I mean, we're as interested in public <laughs> yeah. public affairs as anybody. But Charlotte, again, she's being modest. I mean, back on the campaign in 2016, Charlotte literally traveled 130 out of 132 days with us. Uh, she was in a gap time in her own education, and uh, her brother and sister said, somebody's got to be there to watch mom and dad. So she ended up writing a book entitled Where You Go, Life Lessons from My Father, all about the campaign. And the last chapter of this book, Go Home for Dinner, is simply entitled Stay, because mm-hmm. while, while I've gotten a lot of attention um, and, frankly, a lot of encouragement from people around the country that we stayed at our post on January 6th and we finished our work, a lot of people don't know that, that uh, my wife Karen and my daughter Charlotte were there at the Capitol and – they also refused to leave. They they insisted on staying. They were there till four in the morning, and uh, she writes about that in a very compelling way. But uh, uh, I I love the the chapter that she wrote because it says what whatever's whatever's coming at you uh, mm-hmm. and at your family. The first lesson is stay, stay right. together, and and find your way through it together. So. Um Mr. Vice President, that day, was that the armed guard that ended up shooting the woman? Were they watching you? Uh, no, not to, my, my Secret Service detail was uh, was connected with me, and uh, you know those those tragic events. I think were separate uh, involved Capitol Hill police, and uh, still heartbreaking to think of the loss of life, the injury of to police officers that took place. That Ashley day. Babbitt. Yeah. yeah, and uh, but that wasn't your that wasn't your Secret Service. It it, it was, and our, our we were, you know, I was evacuated from the floor of the Senate that day, and as I write about in my previous book at some length, and Charlotte writes about it in her chapter of this book. But we were evacuated to a small office just off the Senate chamber. But uh, as Charlotte recounts, I was. Uh, uh, I, I didn't want to leave that office next to the Senate chamber, and the Secret Service was telling me again and again, we've got to move you out of here. And I looked at them at one point, and I said, you're not hearing me. Uh, I'm not leaving. Um, I was just absolutely determined in my mind yeah. to stay at my yeah. post, do my job. And it was Charlotte that <laughs> intervened with the Secret <laughs> Service agent and said, is there is there somewhere else we could go in the Capitol other than right here? And that's... <laughs> well, trying to find a compromise because I was—I knew he wasn't going to leave, and I knew the Secret Service she knows her dad. needed him to leave, and so um, he wanted to stay at the Capitol building. So I just asked, "Is there somewhere at the Capitol that we can go that you guys, you know, we would be happy with and we would be safe?" And so there was. And wow. so they—they they took us down to the loading dock where yeah. we stayed the rest of the day. So you're out there campaigning. You said yeah. almost everything was positive. Oh, it was a great experience. Yeah. You know, I I love what uh, I just I, I talked to Tim Scott yesterday, who also went through the, a tough decision uh, to suspend his campaign. He's an extraordinary American and a great friend of mine. Um, but I love what he said on, uh, on Fox News, a Trey Gowdy show, where he said anybody that wants to get a higher opinion of this country should run for president because <laughs> the, our politics are really divided right now. But uh, you, you get out among the American people and um, uh, the, whether they're for you or against you, people are unfailingly gracious and encouraging. They appreciate your willingness to step forward. And uh, with just a few right. exceptions, we had a we had a terrific experience on the campaign trail. So he said, this is not, it goes, it's clear, this is not my time. It's not saying down the line he's not going to run again. Right. Have you thought the same thing? Because you're young enough. Have you thought this, just maybe this is not my time? Well, we, we, our, our conviction was that the, 
that this was not our moment. This was not our time. But uh, we learned a long time ago never to limit God. <laughs> We've, we're, but, you know, it's a real blessing for me that that um, that that departing from the campaign trail and from active politics coincided with uh, the long-planned release of a book about what matters most to us. You know, right. if anybody that knows the Pences knows that our, our faith in Christ, uh, our family is the most important thing in our life. And, uh, you know, my hope is that uh, that maybe as we begin a new season uh, in our life that people right. will gain some inspiration and uh, – you know, whatever the Lord has for us, my aspiration will always be to go home for dinner. How surprised are you that President Trump is leading right now by 20, 30 points in almost every uh, state? I, you know, i, I be honest with you. I, when you look at the failed policies of President Joe Biden at home and abroad, uh, the way he's weakened this country, uh, I understand uh, people's uh, enthusiasm for the record of our administration, for the president's record. I get it. I mean, America was more secure. It was more prosperous. Um, uh, and the world was more at peace during our administration. I'm proud of the role I played in all of that. Uh, but uh, in in many respects, I think, uh, I, I think that uh, some of the resilience uh, of the former president's support is a reflective of how concerned people are about the direction of the country. I share that concern. That was that was where I ran for president and why in the days ahead we're going to be thinking and praying deeply about what role we might play in helping to turn this country around. I will take a time out talk a little bit more with the vice president uh, and uh, his lovely daughter, Charlotte Pence Bond. The name of the book is Go Home for Dinner. A few more minutes with uh, Mike Pence in just a moment. You're listening to The Brian Kilmeade Show. Radio that makes you think. This is the Brian Kilmeade Show. Hey, we're back. Mike Pence and Charlotte Pence Bond are here, and their book is called Call Home for Dinner. Uh, and the vice president just made a big decision uh, to not run, suspend his campaign. Tim Scott, over the weekend, surprised Trey Gowdy. He did not know suspend his campaign. Um, Ms. Vice President, you said everyone's coming up to you asking for uh, an endorsement. Have you thought about it? Well, you know, we, we're, we're taking time mostly to focus on uh, our family and our moving our life forward. Um, I told people the, the only thing harder than um, suspending our campaign um, um, would have been if we just never tried. Uh, you know, I just, yeah. I th- as I said when I announced back in June, Brian, I, I think this country's in a lot of trouble. And I think this is a moment where all of us that have the ability to make a difference uh, have an obligation to try. And um, And so I'm... Uh, I'm glad we ran, uh, but now as we move forward, we're excited about uh, this book because it gives us a chance right. to talk at a more a more personal level with the American people. People have oftentimes come up to us and let us know they're praying for us and right. encouraged by us. And uh, I hope in this book uh, that uh, with the great work my daughter did on it with me that um, – that, that people will see that it's 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 our faith in Jesus Christ. It's put really right. practically putting uh, our family first, going home for dinner. That's made it possible for us to serve in the way we have. Charlotte, how did you feel about Nikki Haley's daughter being brought up in this? Do you in the debate last time? She's twenty seven, and they said well, your daughter's on TikTok. And other people say, well, you um, you know keep kids out of this. But when you were twenties, are you a kid? How did you feel about that? Um, I think generally, I. I I don't like people bringing up other people's kids. I think if people if kids get involved, then it's fair game. Um, you know, people ask me a lot. You know, oh, you know, is it hard to see your dad talked about negatively? And I mean, I'm a person and a daughter, so I don't like that. But I'm also not a victim. 
You know, I think that we weren't raised that way. We're raised to, you know, mm-hmm. understand that if you're in public life, you're going to be, you know, potentially talked about in a negative way. But that's my dad says that's what freedom looks like. It means that people can say whatever they want. But I think talking about kids, if 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 a if a kid isn't actively putting themselves in the political sphere, uh, I think you should leave them out of it. Just out of respect. Absolutely. And just real quick, how do you feel about your your husband in the military, knowing that you have the Eisenhower, you have how mm-hmm. how how many how many people are actually deployed right now? Right. I mean, I, you know, you always know that um, you could be you know, deployed uh, as active duty. Um, and then, of course, reservists uh, know that, too. I think that um, I think I think the everyone's watching very closely. Um, and I think that, um, you know, of course, it, it becomes more real maybe when you have members of the military in yep. your family. But with your brother, um, too. Yep. Yeah. And with my brother as well. But but I think that at the end of the day, uh, you you go into right. the military to serve and you understand that you could be called upon any time to do that. Yeah. And, and in West, fact, her husband, a lot of your listeners may not know her. We're awfully proud of Charlotte. Mm-hmm. She's a best-selling author and I hope she is again with this book. Frankly, go uh, home for dinner is the name of it. Her husband, uh, her husband's an F eighteen pilot uh, and mm-hmm. uh, Top Gun pilot, and we couldn't be more proud of him. Mr. Vice President, can you ever see yourself? Last question: uh, endorsing the president if he gets the nom- the former president, your former running mate, if you know, he gets the nomination. You know, I do, with regard to any endorsements, I just tell you, we're just going to take a step back, uh, and we're going to listen, we're going to reflect, and uh, and we're going to pray because that, you know, I love this country. Uh, and America is better than we are uh, today, and I'm I'm determined mm. to do my part, whatever that is, uh, t- mm. to get us to turn this country around. Yeah, my hunch, uh, you'll be in an administration or you'll be running again. Great to see you guys. Congratulations <laughs> on Go Home for Dinner. Mike Pence and Charlie Pence, uh, Charlotte Pence, put it out, and they got a great message. Thanks so much for making time for us. Listen to the show ad-free on Fox News Podcast Plus, on Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music with your Prime membership, or subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.